this week on What Do You Got? We're taking a look at one of the last uncontacted tribes in human existence. Ooh, I bet you they've killed white guys. Stay tuned. You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Bro Down Podcast. I'm Tim Fulton. And this is What Do You Got? What Do You Got? What Do You Got? So one of us brings a topic to the table that the other person doesn't really know about. And we bullshit about it for a while. This week's topic is Tim's topic. Tim, what do you got? The Sentinelese. I might be butchering that name. And I apologize to all the Sentinelese viewers <laughs> in our... Do they have internet? They do not. How far away are they from having internet? Uh, you ever see that Family Guy episode where they're trying to put a TV together and they're like, we're very far away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we're a long way off, whatever it is. They're that. They're that. They're that far I away. I think I've heard of them before. I might know a little about them. So there are a handful of uncontacted tribes in uh, in the world yeah. at this point. But the Sentinelese are unique in that they're extremely violent, extremely violent to the point where at least current day, all of society has just agreed. You know what? Leave them alone. You can do you. We'll do us. We ain't going to cross paths. So we're just going to be okay about it. It is funny how like, uh, like the, the world as a whole is like, Oh, don't go there. They'll kill you. It's like, yeah, because guns are not a thing if we really wanted to take it. Like, you get any average citizen from Texas, they'll take the island over with their neighborhood in a, in a week. Yeah. So just for reference, the Sentinelese live on Sentinel Island. We don't actually know what they refer to themselves as. So, all right, backpedaling a little bit. Is this – I just want to ask if it's the same thing so I know if I'm thinking about what I'm thinking about. Shoot. Uh, did they sh- kill a guy on the island – with arrows or spears? I'm sure. Okay. I'm sure, yes. Okay. But we'll get there. Fair so, <laughs> Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Season so one. the Sentinelese are off of or off of India. They're in the Southeast Asian okay. uh, area. And uh, to the point where the Indian government is in control of that. And they basically have made it illegal to go anywhere near that island, even though people still do for illegal fishing and that sort of crap. And it's really not monitored too, too well. Okay. Um, But they have neighbors. And back when the British Empire was an empire, uh, the British conquered several of these islands and they took some of these indigenous tribes with them. And there, there have been multiple attempts to, like, have what would be known as conversation with the Sentinelese. And I forget what the other, what the other tribe was. Cause it was also on an Island. Um, just for record, the Island that the Sentinelese are on is about the, the sides of Manhattan. And there's okay, a, so not a small Island, not a small Island, not massive, but not a small Island. And we know very few, very few details, but we know that there's at least several dozen people there. Uh, so it's not like, not like a raging city, but do you know how you know what you can convince several dozen people that reality is, and if they're violent, yeah. So I will conquer the world. With yeah. It. So, um, so the British Empire had conquered a neighbor, a neighboring uh, tribe, which was on a different island, and they went back several several hundred years or whatever later 
in the 1800s and they made contact with the Sentinelese for the last time. They took four people back with them. They, first, they looked for these people and they couldn't find them. And they found four people total, two elderly people and two children. They took them all back with them and they wanted this neighboring tribe to translate for them. And they found out that they couldn't because the tribes had been separated for so long that their languages weren't even closely related uh, anymore. The dummy's making shit up. The dummy's in charge. Yeah. He's making up his own language. Yeah. So while they took these people back into captivity, and they said it was for science, while they took these four people back into captivity. <laughs> what year was this? Uh, in the 1800s. I forget. Science. Science. Uh, they, the two elderly people died. And then they, all they had left were these two kids, so they returned them. And since then, the tribe has been nothing but hostile. They will – well, I shouldn't say that. The story goes on for a little bit. So Things, they just, like, drop them back off at the island? Yeah. They realized they had nothing to do with these kids because they didn't speak English. I don't know how how old they were. They were just labeled as kids from what I was reading. Okay. Um, but – and they – they decided that what they were doing was kind of like not good. So <laughs> science, science. So they they drop these kids back off. So since then, not since then, but for a long, long, long period of time, if you came anywhere close to getting within this island, they would just start shooting arrows at you. Yes, this like, is what I'm thinking about. Yeah, like you would be a boat in the ocean, and they would just be trying to shoot you with a fucking arrow, and you're just like, bro. You'd think that if they were smarter, they would wait till you got within range. Maybe it's a warning thing. Like, get closer and this will be real. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe. I mean, if you don't, if you go to an island just like looking for frogs or something, you don't bring like a piece and a couple of buddies with you, like, you can get killed by arrows. A lot of people in history have been killed by arrows. So, so there, are not... several, there are several documentations of this happening. I believe one of them happened in the 1960s. Illegal fishing was happening off the coast of this island. I think there's a video of one. There, I don't know about that, but there, uh, the the boat that was doing the illegal fishing, the anchor broke while they were uh, sleeping, and they didn't realize. So they ended up on the shore. They died. Can you f- wait a minute? Can you fucking imagine, bro? What year was this in the '60s? I believe so. Okay, picture the '60s. With, like, the movies that you grew up watching as, like, a young adult, like King Kong, right? Literally, that's what that is. Yeah. Minus the giant gorilla. Yeah. And you're sleeping, doing illegal shit, and you're like, oh, I'm just trying to make extra money. Like, let's just take a nap in the middle of the ocean. Who's going to find us in the middle of the ocean? And all of a sudden, you wake up, and there's literally an island of people who are from another planet, essentially. Yeah, 100%. And you're like, oh, my God. What is going? And then they're like, "Where's, where's John?" And like John is already skinned alive or cooked over a fire. And you're like, "Oh my god, holy shit, holy um, shit, holy shit!" On next, how fucking terrified would you be? I don't, I don't even know. Would you rather die first or second? First, first. Because mm. I don't think you're ever getting off there. Well, no, you're gonna die. You're gonna die. Yeah, you're gonna die. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I just, I just imagined like waking up, like, like wiping the sleep out of my eye, and like just seeing like native natives like standing over me, like. I knew this topic would excite you because it has like just enough death and destruction where you could be like, yes. yeah. But uh, so 
so in the seven between the seventies and the eighties, this weird thing happened where uh, multiple governments wanted to make contact with these people. Of course they did. Because yeah, they fuck it. Why not? We're governments. We should be allowed to do things and yeah. waste money. Maybe they got a little uh, little uh, diamond or oil reserve on that island. We don't know. We don't know till we steal it. We okay? don't know. find out. So they started making peace offerings where they would drop literally coconuts and other things. Uh, they said uh, steel and iron for a while and shit like that. Yeah. Give them better shit to make weapons yeah. out of. And they said... It was weird because it kind of worked for a while. No one ever really stepped foot on the island, but they stopped shooting arrows at ships immediately. Because they're getting shit. I guess that's what it was. But, like, they had tried this in the past. I'm saying, like, this was an original idea, but it wasn't. People had tried this for a long time. And they knew that once – to the point where they said we would have to, we would have to anchor – outside of arrow range like they that was like a term that they would use so you knew but at some point they stopped for a little while and they would just be like they wouldn't allow you to get close but you could like get close to the shore and drop off presents and how many people do they think are on this island several dozen so i'm thinking like 40 people 50 people don't so quote it's not me any it's not this. over 100 I don't believe so. So, because I would think that the terminology would be over a hundred if they if that was. But so the to be to be fair, we don't know. We don't know anything about the shop. A lot of it's huge speculation. Because I'm th- I'm just thinking like if they had enough arrows and enough people to kill people, and we discovered them in the 1800s, short of them getting a disease. From something, which is why one another reason why I'm like, don't give them coconuts because you touched them. You're uh, uh, you're you're targeting the. We've really done this here. before, gentlemen. We've done this before, you're, by you're, accident. You're highlighting my end point, but continue. Yeah, so, um, it completely isolated society. Like they can't leave the island. They're yeah. on an island, so they've had apparently no contact for hundreds of years, essentially. So. I'm just thinking, like, if it's been 150 years that we know of that they've been on that island by themselves, and we did, and we estimated that that was what it was back then, you would assume that their population would grow at least to the point of a couple hundred. You would think, and they're going as far as to say it's not a hundred years. Like they're thinking like multiple thousands. Yeah, but you learn certain things in that time. So you would think that the population, if it's the size of Manhattan, I mean, it's an island thing, so they have fish. They're on the ocean. So that's a, it's a pretty sustainable, if they have fresh water source and everything like that, like they could have a society of a couple hundred at the very least, I would assume. You would think so, but they don't. So this is one of the weird things. Again, we don't know enough about, we don't know no. anything about these people. So everything is speculation. So yeah. Everything I'm about to say could be true, could be false. It could I could just be making it up on the fly. There really is no such thing as a sentinese. I'm just making this all up. Yeah, no, That's a good but story. Thanks. They think that they have never discovered fire, and that is like the minimalist catalyst for societies to become uh, more advanced. So we know that they want to advance. They have huts to a degree 
and they have to. We know that they have different sized huts because they put them on the beach and all this other stuff. So they've never seen fire on the island. We know that they get fire when fire occurs on the island. Lightning strike, this, that, the other thing. But we've never seen them produce fire. Okay. I'm, but I'm real skepti- skeptical of fire produced on an island from lightning strikes. Never like, in the history of that island? No, no, no. I understand. But I'm saying, like, if you're observing them to the point where, like, when you're looking at them, you see them have fire. I don't know. I don't know if we've ever seen them have fire. Okay. okay. It's possible we haven't. I don't I don't know. Okay. So fire not having fire could definitely hurt you, but given the fact that you know, you can eat a lot of fish raw, which I'm sure they do eat fish. I'm sure. Um short of like disease hitting your camp and everything like that, like humans are known for like producing at a rapid speed. Yeah, but I think fire has a lot to do with that. So one of the things that happened, and one of the reasons we know that they are, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Ingenuity. They they think, they think these dumb assholes. No, that they like have enough wherewithal to like advance themselves. Is that from our multiple excursions there? Boats have washed ashore and all this. They've started to advance their weaponry, so that they still have arrows and spears, but they're making them out of steel now. Because of all the steel that we left behind. Well, that's... How do I put this? Um, that's not so much their... their how, do I, how do I say this? That's basically like they found a better rock. And yeah. they're already doing something that they're doing. Okay. I, I don't look at that as something like they figured out how to make steel. Well, no. But what I'm saying is, like, they're becoming more advanced. Like, because the population's so small, I'm assuming that they're very uh, hunter-gatherer. Maybe they grow a couple crops. Just from what I know about human beings, the, the time when you get, like, very big advancements is when you have a lot of free time. And I'm assuming a lot of their time is made, is spent hunting or fishing yeah. or making shit. So you'll come across little better ways to do shit like how to make a hut quicker or whatever but to have like real advancements you need to like have time to go like just look at shit yeah with free time and like i said if they've been there for thousands of years and they don't have fire like if we're assuming that they don't have fire like that's a big that's a big one that's one of the first ones that we found yeah figured out yeah yeah. It's really it's that's why it's like so interesting to like Yeah. Look at assuming the fire thing is true. It's interesting to look at a society and say what would have happened if we never found it. True. <clears throat> well, we definitely fucked them up with the st- I mean, to be fair, like that could exist, advance if- their society with having steel because it could allow them to do certain things with it that they couldn't do with other like rock or yeah. coral. But um also, the necessity of fire where they are might not be as important as it was for the vast majority of other humans. I mean, if they're eating fresh fish, if they're eating fresh meat. Yeah, because, like, in a lot of the places that, like, our people come from, it gets cold. Yeah. So, you you know, you need to have somewhat of a knowledge of fire. But that's – it's so crazy that, yeah. like, you can – like, how long would it take? <clears throat> I mean, 
I mean, obviously, if you took one of their kids, you could teach them what an iPhone is by the time they're two. Yeah. But how long do you think it would take on a timeline of like, say that that person, those people lived forever. How long would it take them to, to, to grasp what it is to be a human in our society? If you plucked one of them now and they lived forever and you put them into someone's house in Manhattan. And like time and, stopped here and we never got more advanced, but just today. Yeah. I'm saying it would take, I don't know. It would take the better part of 10 years. Oh, I think, uh, I think it might be longer than that. Cause you got to think about all the things that we take for granted that we know yeah. that's real using the restroom they would freak out well just the concept of how like you could like oh yeah there's the place with 70 million people in an area of an island that you live on yeah and they're like you, what or like we build up yeah or like and well also making them unlearn all the things that they think that's one weird thing one what? thing we don't know one thing and we'll never know is what kind of religion they have if they have one. Yeah. I would think just the way people are based that they're praying is something. But we don't know. Oh and yeah. we'll never know. It's it's one of the easiest ways to like have somewhat of a um uh I mean human beings are always trying to control things. So like have somewhat of a feel like you have control over your existence or something is out of your hands, but it's yeah. still kind of a control yeah. in a way. But you know what's interesting fact about people and tribes and whatever is that there's tribes like that where they can coexist next to each other maybe do a little trading stuff like that but apparently they can be 100% peaceful until resources start going lower and they say that it, apparently the first thing that happens is they start making up rumors about the other tribe yeah like little like, oh, I, I heard they steal a lot. Because what you're doing is, like, protecting your own people and preparing for the inevitable, like, I have to kill them for food. So I, it doesn't surprise me that they would be shooting arrows. Well, there's a, there's a theory on that, but that's going to be my last little, like, exclamation point. Okay. So, um, and again, theory. We don't know. Of course we, we don't. don't know anything. We're just two dipshits talking shit in a bar. Yeah, so... Between the 70s and 80s, there was a lot of trading going on. Well, gift-giving going on with them. We never really met with them. But there was one instance where we got close, and they doing the thing where they leave the coconuts on the shore, and there's this really funny video. They actually took videos of these people. Yeah. And there's this woman. There's this guy who's getting really, really close, and you can't tell ages or anything like that, so you can't tell if it's his mother or if it's wife, but he, she goes into the water, she grabs him by the ear, and she just yanks him. She pulls him back into the woods, and you can see it's just like, get the fuck over here kind of thing. It's oh, freaking, freaking hysterical. But, uh, yeah. That's, that's ins but, like, you, what do they think we are? That's, that, 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 like, she might be like, those are the god, like, you don't know what they're thinking. So, two last stories that I know for certain about these people. In 20, uh, 2008, there was a tsunami that hit in Southeast Asia. I forget exactly where. Yeah. And they were really nervous about this tribe. But tribe being tribe people, they're in tune with nature. 
they this is what they do. They knew it was going to happen. So rumor has it that they all rumor went up to the top. It. Rumor has it. Uh, that they all went top of the mountain. They were fine. Oh, it's a mountain. Yeah. There is a mountain on this island. Okay. Um, and so when they went overhead with, they keep an eye on these people, but they went overhead with uh, a helicopter. And as they're going overhead, there's this one lone guy on the beach trying to shoot it with an arrow. <laughs> they're like, hey, man, we're still, we're still going to try to shoot you. We don't care about the tsunami. Could you imagine? But like, I get it. That'd be like seeing a UFO and trying to shoot it with a gun and just being like, I hope this fucking works. Yeah. I mean, it's exactly what it's like. I don't. What are we to them? There's monsters. A, there's a, there's a couple things that doesn't it, like, it doesn't surprise me that they survive something like a tsunami. Yeah. Be, and this is one of those things where it, it helps to not have a lot of people because when your society grows to a certain extent and the, um, the uh, oh, very boring. You get so so. <laughs> sorry, I just you on before too. Sorry, uh, and your society grows to the point where you know you have like people that do certain jobs, and that's kind of their specialty. Yeah, and all this stuff. If that portion of the society goes away, now you're fucked because nobody else knows how to do it. Like if you just all of a sudden took away all the electricians from yeah, our society, that's a problem. Like, even though somebody else could, like, figure it out, like, a you know, somebody else that's smart, you'd have, like, even if even if it's only a couple weeks of, like, massive, massive problems. So, but when you have a small community, like, a couple dozen people, you could just be like, hey, guys, the water is coming up on the beach. Why don't we just go up on top of that hill? And you, you don't have to evacuate 40,000 people. And then when you come back, you're like, oh, six huts are destroyed, like... Let's we need to them. feed 40 people. That's not that much. We just catch a couple fish. We can we can make it. We got fresh water. But if your society is, you know, 4,000 people or 40,000 people on that island, that that almost makes it harder as a not really, really advanced culture to survive. Whereas when you're the sh- smaller, it's, it's, it's better and worse. But that, I think, is one of the cases where it's better. It's easier to rebuild that. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That is crazy, though. I know. Um, and one of the last stories about these people, and you'll go, yeah, that about makes sense. There's this uh, American guy, John Chow. Of course there is. Who decided he was going to be a missionary, and he was going to go there to this is the story convert them to Christianity, and he did not last. <laughs> did they shoot him? I don't know exactly what they did with him. I want to say his head ended up on a spike. I don't know that is for certain. I believe I read that somewhere. That might be exaggeration, but he was for certain dead, and for certain dead from, like, we can see he is dead. Like, it's not innuendo. We know he is confirmed deceased. This brings up... This 2018. Brings, this brings up a really interesting uh, good point, or, or good topic I would like to just ask real quick, and, of course, it's going to be horrific, and it's something that you knew I was going to probably go into. But as people, do you think that people um, tend to lean towards evil or good coming into the gate, coming out of the gate? Like you're born, are you good or are you evil? Like are, are, you, are people more likely to 
be persuaded into a society that is more one way or the other? Like, what do you think is easier or like, how do I, how do I want to frame this? Like, Do you I think, believe in Voltaire's "Every Man Is Evil" or do I believe in something? Not more so terrific? much that. So much like if we had to rebuild, a, like say all of our inventions from the last hundred and fifty years cease to exist today. Do you think we keep the same moral morals that we do now, or do you think we revert? No, we definitely would revert. I see where you're going with this, and you're making me nervous already. But uh, we would definitely revert. But going back to your original questioning, I think most people tend to be better than they are worse. But I think it ultimately all trickles down to uh, selfishness, whether that is a good or bad thing. Yeah, I was going to say it depends on the society that you're born in because humans are very adaptable. Now, I could be wrong on this to like a percentage wise, but it does amaze me that this place that's never had contact with people in God knows how long. Mm -hmm. And I know that you're not sure on the details of it, but the act of cutting someone's head off and putting it on a spike where did they get that from? So the violent act, I don't know. Where they got the concept of chop head off, put on spike. That I don't know. And I don't even know if that's true. But what I'm saying is the, the it's amazing that like, it's almost like if we found an alien civilization and we saw that they did the same thing, we're like, oh shit. Like they do the same things that we do or used to do. That's amazing. So, so the idea... On the reasoning that they're so violent was that when we had discovered them and went to go get the original couple and the two children when back in the early 1800s, we brought them here, the elderly couple died, and we brought the kids back. The, the society that exists there compared to normal people have no immunity system whatsoever. It doesn't exist. And that's what killed the two elderly people. Disease. The kids probably had it. Whatever we, we gave the elderly people, we probably gave the two kids. And then we gave them back. Meaning, all these people know is that they found outside influence. And it probably, again, this is complete speculation. Yeah. But it probably killed a lot of their people. So, orally, word of mouth they probably have known of this outside influence that's like a harbinger of death that like those people killed us yeah that's a where they brought this thing back we don't understand or tainted them and they they don't they can't possibly understand disease no they can't they probably can't comprehend it all they know is that they killed us so it would explain again theory but it would explain i dropped my pen uh, their, their natural hostility, especially to people going on to the island, because there's only that I am aware of outside of that 1800s expedition, three people that have been on the island, the two fishermen that were killed in the 60s, I believe, 
and the guy in 2008, and they all died. So yeah. that, that, to me, explains why if you knew of something and someone told you your entire life, that thing is going to kill you and your entire town. The moment you see it, you're going to be like, oh, we're fucking going, bro. 100%, yes, 100%. My point, though, is if you had somebody who... If you had if you had two different individuals and one of those individuals killed another person's entire family, okay, or a couple of their family members in like a bar fight or a shooting or something like that, okay. Obviously, that person you wouldn't be surprised if they if they shot them dead in their home. But how many people would you think would cut their head off and put it on a spike and display it? Oh, not a lot. I see where you're going with that. So that is more my point. It's not the point of protecting and the willingness to take a life. It's the it's the 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 level of being like that's not a big deal. Like cutting someone's head off, like they don't I'm saying like they're not looking at that as like this horrible barbaric thing. They're just like this is a deal. You just that's what you do with body. like boat people cut their head off. Like <laughs> it's just it's just uh it's like a cultural norm thing. Yes, which is why I was just asking because I because they've been so removed from society. Um, I wonder if that's a product of. I am kind of curious about what happened to Jonathan Chow because I don't remember if it was. Okay, I'm gonna if, wait till you're not distracted by typing to say no, what you I'm can, gonna say. Um, yeah, he looked like it. Yeah, he looks like the guy who would think everyone's really, really nice. Remember, uh, Sierra Island, Indian Ocean, Chow, 26, an American adventurer, blogger, beef jerky maker, and evangelist. Wait, he was made into beef jerky? Okay. No, just that he was killed. Yeah, well, there's a lot of information on Maybe you heard something. Okay, so... Oh, hold on, there was a... Real quick, there was a picture. Oh, uh, that's just... I think this is the picture of the guy trying to shoot yeah, down shoot the... the uh, helicopter. So, either way, we can... we can Whether it's true or not, we're not going to find hardcore evidence because they're not going to have a picture of it. So, it's basically going to be hearsay. So, whether or not the... Let's, let's take both examples, whether it was true or not true. Because this is all going to be alleged. Yeah, but... I'm thinking I'm wrong. The fishermen later saw the islanders dragging Chow's body, and the next day they saw his body on the shore. But I don't know that. To, I really vividly remember hearing. Regardless, guys, it doesn't sorry. it doesn't matter. Yeah. So sorry, sorry. If we take it as as that, right? So because they've had been so far removed, like how long does it take a society to get to the point? of like a today where they would look at that as like totally not okay and barbaric and unnecessary. Like, because essentially if someone's dead, someone's dead. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter what you do with them afterwards. Right. Yeah. It's just kind of, I mean, now we're already introducing the concept of religion. Doesn't matter what you do with them afterwards. Depends on who, no, no, no. I'm saying even if you're not religious, it's still considered not okay to cut someone's head off 
from a moral standpoint of it's unnecessarily brutal and okay. and uh, what do they call it? Cruel and unusual to do that to, to somebody or their family or whatever. We do add an extra level of, oh, my God, did he really? When we hear about weird statistics, not statistics, weird facts like that. Like, do you remember that guy, Chris something or another? He killed his wife and kids. Yeah. And he stuffed them into an oral, uh, oral, <laughs> sorry, that's <laughs> inappropriate, oil barrel. Yes. And he tried to dissolve the bodies, I, I believe. He just tried to hide them. Oh, did he? Yeah. But either way, he stuffed them into an oil barrel. Yeah, after he smothered them. uh, Yeah, everyone, I mean, already bad enough that this guy killed his wife and kids. But after hearing that, everyone's like, what? Yeah, exactly. So, but there's things that like, uh, like today, um, I'm just going to go off on a tangent. You can, you can just cut me off anytime you want to, but. See you guys. I'll give you. just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'll give you uh, (laughs) an example of like the differences of what like is acceptable. So. In this country today, we have the, 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 the death penalty in some states. Yes. Right? Some states we don't. Some states we do. So that means that there's people that think the death penalty is what we should or shouldn't say or, should, or shouldn't do. So before like 200 years ago, give or take 100 years, like being put to death from what I've read, it was the, was the byproduct of being tortured. The mm-hmm. torture was the punishment. Death was the result of the torture. But it took us from the beginning of torture till the last couple hundred years to to get there. So like uh, things like the guillotine and and hanging, those those were considered improvements in 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 society because it was over quickly. Yeah. And I'm saying like imagine being a part of a society where you look at something like torture as like normal and like growing from that and it taking not just a, a group of 40 people on an island, but it takes the entire world up until like today to evolve mentally to be like, that's not okay. Which is why I'm saying like, how long would it take someone like that? Well, to get out of the, it's not okay to cut heads off. Well, I think a lot of it has to do both consciously and subconsciously. But I think a lot of it has to do with intent. And I think that can go, that can stretch through the beginning of time, right? So a guy, imagine you were on a farm. Okay. Back in 3000 BC, you have a thriving farm somehow. Some, and you see a, pass, or a traveling stranger once every like 10 years. And some guy tries to rob you or hurt you or whatever. You, you kill him. You're not going to put his head on a spike. Because what for? Why extend the extra energy? And who are you warning to stay off your property? You don't see yes. other people. Other societies would do the whole, I'm speculating here, do the whole head and spike thing as a warning. The whole torture thing, people would do that as a, um, as a, uh, uh, a way to dissuade other individuals from committing similar acts. You don't chop off the guy's arm to uh, to prevent him from stealing. You chop off the guy's arm to prevent everyone from stealing. Because yes. now they know. And that has slowly trickled over time. And it's gradually, not gradually, has uh, uh, sped up in terms of like how well and we treat individuals like that. Um, because we don't do the torture anymore. 
because there's other ways to specifically society these days are looking at alternative ways to sway that yeah um whether or not you agree or disagree but the whole mentality is now uh better people not not torture them to yes don't dissuade and prove uh same thing with the death penalty same thing with all that so i think it has to go with uh intent and where we rely where we currently are in society you don't have to if someone murders someone in their hometown you don't have to do this public display of execution to dissuade other murderers or other invaders because that is a rare occurrence you put them in prison for life or whatever you have to do but you don't have to like put on this big yes thing but the the difference the difference in that though is that in human history and societies they would and it's the fact that the people thought like were like yeah that's what you do and they didn't they didn't have any reservations about it yeah what i'm saying is when you're taking that person off that island like how long does it take them to feel different about something like that they probably don't they probably want it ever because i think it's like a cultural shift I think it happens through generations like it has, although maybe my uh, uh, opinion on that is jaded. We, we can never really answer this question. Yeah, no, we can't, we can't. We can't replicate the experiment, but it, I is, would, it, is, it is fascinating, though. I really would like to be able to communicate with one of those yeah. people and like pick their you brains. You should go. I should. Yeah. I'll bring you. You can go first. I'll let you, I'll be the gentleman. And let you get off the boat first. Bet they're homophobic. Last thing I want to, <laughs> I want to tell you about one of the craziest um, things, and it, it's not bad as I far as they're not homophobic. Sorry, as far as as far as gruesome, but I heard a torture method that I never had heard before. Okay, it's an old uh, Persian torture method from the Persian Empire. It's called the ordeal of the boats. Okay. Okay, and. What they would do is they would take like two canoes or like a two small boats and they would turn them on top of each other to make like a little case. Okay. And they would cut holes for your arms to stick out and holes for your legs to stick out and a hole for your head to stick out. And before they put you in there, they would let you make you drink a whole bunch of milk and honey. And then they would take milk and honey and rub it all over your face. And then they would take that boat and put it out on a very, very calm lake. Or lay it in the middle of a sunny field. And just let you sit there. And what happens is you sit there and naturally the bugs are attracted to the milk and the honey. So they are covering you. And you can imagine in Persia that some places have a lot of these creepy big bugs. And at the same time, your hands and your feet are locked outside. So you basically just ate milk and honey for a while. So you have to do your business. So that basically makes like the bugs lay eggs and worms and you basically get eaten alive by bugs. And there was a written account where it took one guy 17 days to die. And I don't know if that's worse than like some of the medieval shit, but that was one of the weirdest ones I'd ever heard about. How do you hear the beginning of that story and not fast forward? What do you mean? 
That's fucking terrible. Yeah, but th- what makes it weird is that they don't do anything to you. That's the weird part. Like, that's why I was trying to think of, like, where like where that fits on the torture thing. Because it's not like they're they're flaying you alive or they're, they're you know, drawing, quartering you. They're just, like, kind of tying you up and just letting you go. I, it's I, weird. Yeah, it is a weird one. Yeah. I don't got an answer for that one. Well, maybe, I want an answer maybe by, they, the, by the next podcast. Maybe they can point to the guy and be like, see Johnny over there? He he did a bad thing, and Johnny's like, don't do what I did. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, it was really bad because I guess it was reserved for only like the most horrific shit. So it, it had to be bad. I, yeah, yeah. I would think. So, but that's it. That's all I had. I just like making you uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm going gonna, yeah, <laughs> to buy myself some milk and honey on my way home. Dude. Uh, okay, guys. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. All right, guys. Let us know in the comment section down below how bad I butchered this story. I'm sure my my all my shit was wrong. It was actually a movie. <laughs> <laughs> like a made-for-TV movie. None of this is real. None of it's real. <laughs> I was right about John Chow. I was proud of myself for remembering it. You did. It. You did do good on you, that. You one. have no idea. I remember 2018. I knew that. I knew the 2008 tsunami. Uh, but after that, it gets really hazy. So let me know how bad I did in the comment section down below. Don't forget to like, subscribe, hit the little bell notification so you can get all of our videos. We come out with new shit every single goddamn week. So you can be part of the conversation. Don't forget to go to brodownpro.com. We have a little portal there. You can either ask us a question for our Dear Bro segment, or you can give us a topic for a segment to cover here on What Do You Got? Yeah, that's right. Do it. Yeah. Talk like this now. That's what I do. Everyone's doing it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all 